Welcome back from the Stands Podcast, recapping the national championship. Clint and Jacob are with us, and uh, Austin is back. I don't know who invited him back, but he had he's got some shit to say to all of us. Wasn't me. I didn't invite him. <laughs> Jacob, did you invite him? Dude, I'm just here so I don't get fined. There you go. It was me. It was me. I'll admit. I appreciate it. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was quoting Clint during the championship game. He was like, oh, what, what did I say? I was like, dude, I didn't, I didn't go back and re-listen. So if you got some more specific things, come at us. So, um, but yeah, before we, before we get into it, congrats, dude. I, uh, th- this gotta be exciting. Obviously a historically great college football program, but you guys haven't won in a while. So congrats. You, you and, uh, Jacob have had some national championship over recent years. Um, you know, Jacob or Clint, hopefully by the time we die, we'll get one. We'll see. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, dude, hell of a win was the final score, 34-13. 34-13, yes 34 sir. 34-13, uh, ended up being a beatdown, still still a lot better than last year's blowout of Georgia and TCU. Um, but uh, Clinton, Jacob, I'll start, I'll start with you guys first. At what point in the game were you like, yeah, this is over, or did you feel like e- even early on, uh, Washington got down, you're like, you know what, they still got the offense to come back and do it. Um, but, but it kind of did remind me, I think we talked about in the group chat, you know, uh, or Jacob mentioned it, it. It was very eerily similar to the Alabama first half. They were dominated, but weren't up, you know, by, by a lot of points. So Jacob, I'll get your take for, get, get your take on that first. Cause I think you're the one that sent that. And I, I kind of had the same sentiment, uh, cause that's, that's kind of exactly how it felt. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty close there until like the fourth quarter, um, and then Michigan scored 14 in that last quarter to to kind of take off there because um, it was still a one-possession game. And like JC, you're alluding to in the group chat, it was kind of like the Bama-Michigan game where it felt like Michigan was definitely the better team, obviously were, but the score never really reflected it because, I mean, that was an overtime game. And I was like, okay, Michigan's letting Washington hang around enough and it's going to be where did this a late little comeback and another overtime game or, or whatever. And uh, they pulled out late and you know Washington you know they they accrued some injuries we I, I feel it may have been a slightly different game if Dylan Johnson was healthy from the get-go and then we saw Penix got hurt late that probably could have done a little something because I think that last touchdown even also maybe you can admit this like you know that last touch or uh, touchdown that y'all scored was given to you by that Penix just where he just threw it up and y'all picked it off and took it almost back to like five or whatever um and I remember I picked Michigan to score 27. I was like, this is exactly what I thought Michigan was going to do. Um, I thought they were going to score about 24 to 28 points, look pretty dominant on the ground, and not do a whole lot through the air because they normally don't have to. Defense was going to play well, but uh, Washington just, in my mind, never showed up. Um, they Again, they were battling a little bit of injuries, but that's no excuse at this point in the season. Um, Penix just looked very inaccurate in my mind, which is the complete opposite of what I was you know, just rooting for and what I saw in the previous game with 430 yards. Uh, and it's kind of a disappointment because um, we were rooting for Washington. We all picked Washington. It's okay to be wrong. Uh, and Michigan winning it is awesome. Like That's good for college football, I believe. Um, and it's going to make for an interesting offseason and stuff. But you know, you just wish for a more competitive game, and especially where Washington was this year, they didn't really show up for this game, it seems like. Um, I don't know if that was maybe the difference in coaching or just straight up being on that big stage. Washington's not used to that big stage. 
And honestly, Michigan hadn't been either because they haven't been there much, but they showed like they had been there before and they played very, very well. So how much of that do how do much do that do you think is because Michigan hit hit him in the mouth early, hit Penix early, kind of the same thing they did with Jalen Milrow, where I don't know if he was hearing footsteps the rest of the game, but you're right. Like obviously it's one thing to miss throws when you are you got guys, you know, coming at you. But yeah, I think he was inaccurate with a lot of other throws that he had made in the game. I, I do get your Dylan Johnson take. The other problem is th- I think they would have abandoned the run game anyway because of the fact that they got down so early. And then at that point, it, it's predictable and Michigan can pin their ears back and get to the quarterback and then, you know, let, let their secondary just, just go to work, which um, I, I will say real quick before I get to Clint, the open field tackles and one-on-one tackles that the safeties and corners were making were absolutely insane. Like, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I think somebody, you know, we kept bringing up in the group chat as well, but I mean, I mean, those are plays that, you know, you, a, a lot of a lot of plays, especially screens and stuff, especially when you have the athletes that Washington does, you expect them, hey, you got to make your man miss, and then we'll be able to get down the field. Well, they couldn't make anybody miss. They couldn't shake the defenders, couldn't shake the corners. Will Johnson, uh, Sanders still, I mean, had a hell of a game, and, and a lot of the other guys that I'm, I'm not too familiar with. So shout out to the secondary and the corners for wrapping guys up, even even guys coming off the backfield. Um, I mean, they, they were all over them. So um, I, th- I thought that was pretty impressive. Oh. Uh, but yeah, Clint, what was your kind of feel on the game, man? I, I I honestly was surprised with the the final score. I thought it was gonna be a, a much closer game. Yeah, I mean, Jacob hit a lot of the key points there. Um, it, it's it was kind of a weird game, honestly, and maybe that's just because we're so used to like high powered offensive like shootout type games <clears throat> that it, it just looked different. It looked a little disjointed, maybe. Uh, in Michigan, like you mentioned. Definitely was the better team through and through, uh, both, both offensively and defensively, uh, but still kind of messed around a little bit. For a while, they kind of got away from the run, and I was wondering why. Like they, they, There were several times where I was like, dude, just keep hammering hammering the run. They're not stopping you for anything. And for whatever reason, they didn't, so it got weird for a bit. <clears throat> Your question about when I thought it was over, I'm not really sure. Like Coming down out of the second half, and Washington only being down seven, I was like, okay, like this might turn into a ball game here. And first play interception, I was like, oh, all right, like this is going to be, yeah. this is just not not a good game for Penix. And I credit to that Michigan defense. That that was the MVP of this game was just how dominant that defense was. And I, I mentioned <clears throat> I mentioned it several times. Penix Penix and his throwing motion. It's weird. It's odd. It's it's off his back foot, and he kind of flicks it. He needs a second to get that wind up going. He does have a quick release, but he has to get that second to kind of wind up for a second. And he didn't have time. And look what happened. He missed almost every throw. He missed was overthrown. And that's what happens when you're hurried up and you have that kind of throwing motion, and you got dudes in your face at a 350 pounds, and they could maul you like a, a brown bear. We were just talking about. It's <laughs> dude. It, you're. I- Sorry, you're, you're getting a miss. lot of credit for that full circle, man. That was, <laughs> well that was really good, dude. <laughs> uh, that's I'm, what you I'm, get. I'm dapping you up right now, virtually. I appreciate it, yeah. Uh, but that's what we saw. And I thought, because, you know, Pinks has seen pressure throughout the years. He's, you know, right. old as hell. I <laughs> thought he was going to do like he did most of this year and be able to sidestep some of that pressure and still deliver. I mean, we've seen him do it all year. He was, it was just, that's how good Michigan's defense was. Uh, you talk about the tackling, outstanding tackling. I was like, I mean, NFL guys that should be making these dudes miss, uh, couldn't, 
they, they were getting wrapped up and it was the one guy they had to make miss and they'd be off 30, 40 yards. Couldn't do it. They were getting wrapped up. Tackles for losses. I'm just like, Jesus, dude. Just suffocating yep. defensively. And even still, you're sitting there like, I mean, Washington still has a weird chance. And there was wide open guys that Penix just missed. It wasn't often, but there was definitely probably three or four where he just absolutely and it, it, it cost him. Like he should have had those throws uh, completed because that's what they needed. You weren't going to have a ton of chances with that uh, Michigan defensive line smacking in the face. You weren't going to have, you know, 20 chances at these throws. You had to complete the ones that they were given and they just couldn't do it. Uh, and then Michigan running the ball real quick. I just, I don't know if, obviously they have a great run game. I was surprised that Washington like refused to tackle in, in the first half, first quarter. I think they had like 220 yards of rushing offense in the first quarter alone. I was like, what is happening? Uh, I thought they would be able to get some rushing yards against Washington. I didn't think it would be because of missed tackling and then running all the way down to the house. I thought it'd be like 8, 10, 12-yard runs and just kind of like keeping them in front of them up until they get into red zone situations and then you know kind of make it work from there. But yeah, I, it was... I, McCarthy, it's not a great quarterback. It's definitely not terrible, uh, but it, he's he's their guy that perfectly fit into what they were trying to do. Yep. Uh, and he actually had a couple of good throws too. So I'm not knocking the guy at all. It's just odd to see in in this day and age when you have a situation where like I don't know, last ten, uh, maybe eight championship teams have been you know high powered offensive, these Heisman level, uh, first round draft pick quarterbacks. Uh, then you have Michigan, who's bringing Big Ten football back to uh, back to the throne and showing you what it looks like for for defenses to win championships again, which was awesome because again, I love great defenses. So it's just odd to see in this day and age a team to be able to be that dominant with that style of football. And it's it's an awesome testament that 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 team this season and what they were able to accomplish, regardless of how many signs they may or may not have been given. And <laughs> uh, it, it was a good season for them, man. And I would say they were, this wasn't fluky. They were definitely the best team. No, year, no, so. dude. You, you, yeah, you don't sure. get, you don't get fluky in the trenches like that. And, and one more point, right before I get to you, Austin, I know you're dying to say a few <laughs> things. The, uh, to me, I guess it depends on the quarterback, but to me, the toughest, type of pressure you face is stuff coming from the middle right if something's coming from the outside you can step up that's where you're supposed to right they the the, mm-hmm. the tackles are kind of actually allowing them to come up the field a little bit so there is that the, that's what creates the pocket right so not only could he not step up then he then you can't go right or left because if, if the defensive ends are doing the job and they're staying home they're there as well so to me getting pressure up the middle one because you can't you know, again, you can't step up, and and it's affecting your vision. That's way tougher to me. Obviously, high power DNs on all these guys. You know, the Bosa's, the Miles Garretts of the world, Micah Parsons coming to the outside. Those guys get paid a lot of money, and and and, uh, and they're and one of the most effective uh, positions on the field. But if you can get pressure up the middle, and it's not like Michigan doesn't have those guys on the outside because they do. They got athletes, especially at the linebacker position as well. But man, when that's coming up the middle, man, and and that's what he sees, you have nowhere to go. And and you could see that pretty early on. Again, that's what happened with Jalen Milrow. It's not like somebody was rushing from the outside and he couldn't get away from him. They're coming right up the middle in, in a second, and and he can't go anywhere. So to me, that that's tougher pressure to face. And again, they they were doing it early, and you know, Washington saw that on film. You know, they watched the Alabama film. Trust me, and uh, they still couldn't do anything about it. So 
Um, yeah, w- w- hell of a game plan for Michigan. I-, I think they came out and said, look, this is what we do well, and we're going to do it. It was funny, right? We were watching the game, and we had seen uh, Blake Corum, and then what's number 20's name? The the like third string back. Uh, Khalil Mullings. So he came in the game first, and I'm like, where's Donovan Edwards? Donovan Edwards didn't touch the ball until he touched the ball, and then he went to the house, and I was like, oh, there he is. So he, he made his impact pretty quick, um, and obviously, and, and, and had at least one more, if not two more, so. Um. Yeah. Look, it, it when you can be dominant on the run, like Clint said, and bring back old school Big Ten football, the run game still is the way to go. If you got a run game and a defense, you're gonna win a lot of games. You're gonna chew the clock up, and you're gonna keep the other field. Uh, you know, keep, keep the defense on the field, which Washington's defense was on the field for a majority of that game, as we saw. But Austin, besides wanting to come on here and say I told you so to all of us, as as I would be as well. Um, what else did you see in that game from a Michigan fan? Um, you know. To, to go 15 and0 in this day and age um, with with six games not having your head coach um, I mean that's you overcame a lot even if it was you know self-imposed um, if you will but again congrats to you guys and uh, yeah man the, the floor is yours you know I kind of agree with what Clint was saying uh, it was kind of a weird game um, in a lot of ways I think I predicted the score to be 34 28 so I guess I uh, I may have given given Washington too much credit on offense in a lot of ways. Because um, as I was watching that game in the first quarter, when I saw Edwards burst two 50-yard touchdowns practically. I expected the final to be 34-13 to or something like that. Because that's how that first quarter kind of played out. So then the second quarter happened, and we just kind of couldn't get that third score to blow it open. And then we, for some reason... Went for it on fourth down when we had all the momentum, and we should have just punted and probably tried to cough and cornered it and you know make them go ninety five yards right before half. And I think they got a field goal, or that might be when they got. The, I think they got a touchdown actually right before half. But um, yeah. So I think it's one of those things like it was a score I expected, but it just took way longer, and we kind of got some garbage time touchdowns to kind of get to the score that I expected, just based off the first quarter. And I think what hurt Washington was we don't have to blitz you with seven people. We were just going four in and dropping seven. And they they couldn't stop it. I mean, they couldn't. I think I saw something. We only got one true sack that game. So that was just all pressure and coverage. And like JC said, great tackling in the open field. There's probably four or five times we were all like, geez, that was a great open tackle, open field tackle. I mean, just, just yeah, wrapping the guy up, taking him to the ground and not letting him get away. Like, when, when all year we've seen Polk and uh, McMillan and Odunze just like one move and they're going 60 yards down the field. Yep. T- easy touchdown, easy first down. And uh, for it being such a clean game, penalty-wise, the one time Washington got a deep ball, it was a holding call. And I think that just kind of demoralized their offense as they're trying to make that comeback because they're like, we finally got a Dunze open. We finally got the corners to make a mistake. And I think, I think it was a miscommunication. And uh, the second that they got is like a 40 yard pass. And then it was holding and they're back 10 yards first and 20. Mm-hmm. And that's just demoralizing whenever, you know, you're a good offense, but you're just trying to get comeback and you just can't get that point you need. Yeah. I didn't want to talk a lot about the refs just because, I don't ever want to completely... I mean, this game was not decided by the rest by any means, but I feel mm. like I like the fact that they let him play, but then it was like there were some real obvious calls they missed or just called one way, didn't call the other. That was just like, it's just annoying to see. Obviously, the ACC 
Um, not a great conference for football, so the refs not being great. Um, <laughs> no surprise. I'm I'm joking. I'm joking, man. Look, I'm I'm a salty South Carolina fan, so I gotta get my gotta get my licks in when I can. But no, I was good with them letting them play, especially like I'm especially the hand fighting, like receivers corners. You're gonna get that, right? The hand fighting. Um, that one, uh, Adunze was trying to get early. Pretty much, he just kind of tripped and fell. Like they let that go. I thought it was good, but there were just some mm-hmm. obvious holdings they missed, and, and, and some they called and they should have. Um, but but that that one that you're talking about too in Michigan, like probably a good hold. It's gonna be a touchdown. Like you know what? Let me let me take the ten, fifteen yards, whatever it may be, and and uh and, and make him get in there. But um, the other thing too, man, is that I feel like. I don't know. It's like kind of like Clint said, man. Like they they don't ask McCarthy to do a whole lot, um. But but when they do, he, he's normally pretty accurate. He he did miss a few throws here and there. Um, I'm surprised you guys didn't take more shots down the field, especially with how potent your run game. Not, and again, you didn't have to because all your you know, you know, you had 40, 50 yard runs for touchdowns. I guess you really don't have to. So so maybe I'm I'm wrong in that. Um. So yeah, if you don't have to take shots, why risk it? I guess it's kind of my thing. I'm just. Uh, maybe I'm going to go about what Clint said. You're kind of used to just seeing some big plays in the past game, but look, if you can dominate a team in the run game, there's probably nothing more demoralizing. But um, awesome. So th- there are there are many points probably, but give us give us a few things that that we were very wrong on. Um, here we go. I told you. I told you I would take it too. So here yeah, we go. Yeah, you take it. Yeah, we both. You know, will. it's yep. it's even tough to say that you guys were wrong because even I was hesitant going against the Washington offense. I've seen them cook every defense they played this year, Oregon twice. So like, I've seen and I understood why you uh you picked the way you picked. I mean, I get it, but I just this was a different Michigan team. This was probably one of the most physical college football teams we've seen in years. I mean, this was in the vein of a uh, Alabama. A Georgia championship team, and uh, I think the big difference was uh, I saw this when I was watching Joel Klatt this morning. You know, Washington. Hey, we don't shout out other podcasts here. I didn't shout. No, out I'm kidding. Podcasts. I'm kidding. Just a guy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. Just a guy. Look, no. Listen, we cite our sources, so we're good. I, re- I like Joel Klatt. We we cite our sources. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm gonna no, need that. So, I'm gonna need that in a what's it called? Bibliography after the show. Okay, Thank I you. got you. I'll cite my sources. Appreciate but uh, he said that Washington expects Penix to make like 26 to 30 NFL throws a game. And that's what he had to do last night. Or I'm sorry, Monday night. They had, Michigan asked JJ to throw like five. Yeah. And he yep. and not turn over the ball, not do anything stupid. I mean, there was a couple plays where we needed JJ to do something. And he had that ball over the middle to Colson Loveland. When they were starting to stop our run, and we knew we had to get something in the air, and he threw it to Colston. He went for like 40 yards, guys, immediately in a field goal range. And I think the biggest play of the game that kind of doesn't get, didn't get talked about too much was that I think it was third and nine. We were like on our own 15, and J.J. runs up the middle for oh, like 31 yards. His de- long- definitely. Oh, yeah. His, yeah. Longest, his longest run of the year, I believe. I literally go, <laughs> damn it. I thought we had a game. And he got that, and I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Actually, that's my moment. That's when the game was over. So, you know, it's, it's things like that because, you know, Blake Horm just kind of stepped on their throats, as he does every team. But uh, I think I called this last week with the Donovan Edwards call. I said, watch him. I mean, we didn't do any wrinkles. We didn't do like a, a running back pass or anything, but – I mean, he just was super patient. Like he just waited for that hole to open up twice, and he just 
he just went through it and they couldn't catch him. And I, it, yeah, I, I was about I, to say he, he had some speed too. Like he was yeah, walking ran away, away from the secondary. From yeah. the second, yeah, I was like, holy. From and I thought, and I thought Washington had a pretty, you know, quick offense. I'm sorry, quick defense all the way around. To be fair, yeah. so when he like ran away from the corners and safeties, I was like, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, you know, maybe a 25, 30 yard run that he just kept going, and I was. I was uh, actually driving to uh, where we were watching the game. I was literally in my car on the bridge, like screaming to the top of my lungs, let's go. <laughs> yeah, he hadn't even made it there yet. You guys had already scored. I was like, all right. Yeah. So Starting uh, off early. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think it just ends up going to we were just a great coach team. We, mm. had, we had such seniority. We have a lot of seniors coming out, but we also have depth. So I think it, the difference is every play, you're like somebody different making a play. You know, if it wasn't Junior Colson, it was Will Loveland. Sorry, Will Johnson. If it wasn't Will Johnson, it was Mike Sanders still. If it wasn't Mike Sanders still, it was Mason Graham on the D-line. So we just had such impact players on all three levels of the defense that we weren't, you know, I know they have three, you know, wide receiver, probably going to be in the first, second round picks. But we just had the depth to be able to defend that. And I think that was the big difference overall was the defense against that great offense of Washington. Yeah. Also, I do have to shout you out because I remember asking you specifically, like, who's the most important player for y'all in this game? And I said Blake Corman. He did what I kind of thought he needed to do. 21 carries, 134 yards, two touchdowns. And that's a big moment for him. But you called out Colston Loveland, and I personally hadn't seen a lot of them because, again, Michigan hasn't had to throw the ball all year, um, including this game. But I could tell he is a, a next-level talent. Um, like the way, even the way he was catching the ball, he was not letting it hit him in the chest. He was going out and grabbing it. And the only time he didn't make the catch that was thrown to him was a really great defensive player. I remember there was one on the sideline where the uh, Washington corners came in and knocked it right out of his hands, but it was right in his hands. You could tell he's, he's next level prospect. So good call for that for sure. And that was another great thing our defense was doing. It wasn't just the open field tackling. Like there was three or four balls that Penix got there, but we just knocked it right out of the hands before they even got anywhere. So. I mean, I think it was just a sound defensive game overall. And like I said, it wasn't due to pressure. It wasn't due to anything. I think it was just being able to rush with four, not needing to bring that extra guy, because that's what kills you against great offenses, is when you have to bring a linebacker and bring in a a corner blitz or something. We're like, we're just going to rush you with four, and if you can pass on our seven guys, you go right ahead. And we just had that bend, don't break mentality. I was like, you know, as long as we get it, I told JC when we were watching the game, I was like, Washington almost needs more field to score. Like, if they get into that 15-yard line, I'm like, we're going to stop them because there just isn't enough room on the field with how our defense was playing. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's you also, when, uh, sorry, but I was, gonna, I was just going to say that's probably when Dylan Johnson is probably, it's probably when you need him, that 15 going in. Yeah, and that that was kind of sad, too, because you could tell he was absolutely broken, and they kept trotting him out on the field. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Sit him down, man. He's that's, done enough. That's what I was saying. Um, yeah, I think you also mentioned Sandersill uh, before the game as a guy to watch. So, he Austin, honestly, did. props, because you pretty much yeah. nailed this game uh, through and through offensive and defensively. So, round of applause yeah. to you. Uh, and obviously, you get the, the championship on top of it and, as the, uh, the icing on the cake. Yeah, so. you, you get the credit here. But I want to also say shout out to, to these guys as well, because what we do is – when we got a big game going on, we got to find people that know what they're talking about. So for us to go find a one Michigan fan in the state of South Carolina, to me, is impressive. <laughs> so, you know, as a show in total, I just want to say 
to the guys, thank you for being able to find this guy that has all the information. Um, <laughs> yeah, because because we, you know, we yeah. don't know what we're doing, man. You know? So props to the production team for sure. Yeah, man, we, we got we got we got a couple guys that book our guests and uh, you know, they, they've been hitting. So may or may not have May or may not have bought five uh, shirts on Barstool right after the game. He definitely did. <laughs> nice. definitely did. Um, I, I do, I do want to say, and, and I might sound really dumb because I, I understand that relatives, you know, they look alike. But holy shit, Jack Harbaugh and yeah. Harbaugh are <laughs> fucking twins, dude. Oh, what? I saw that and got so excited when I saw him in the stand. I was like, so "Is this? Is this like Jim in like an old man suit? Like, this is crazy." Like he doesn't look like John. No, he looks exactly like Jim Harbaugh. No. <laughs> um, also, just to get all my favorite part, and then I'm done. I wish I I should have pulled up the video. End of the game. I, y'all might have been on the little stage for the trophy. Jim Harbaugh. Talk, no, it was right on the field. Jim Harbaugh looking at the confetti drop and just being like, "Look at all these confettis." Was probably the greatest <laughs> moment of the college football season. Like I don't think I've seen a T-shirt with that yet, and I shouldn't say this, but like. I think I need to make a t-shirt because yeah, the way he do. said that, dude. Oh, dude, I was crying laughing, man. That was that was the greatest moment. He was just like a little kid in a candy store. He's like, look at all these confettis, man. He is so weird, man. He's a weird. He's not the greatest. All night. I hope I hope he stays in Michigan, dude. I'm not a Michigan fan. I hope he stays in Michigan. The NFL and the icing on the cake was bringing Jack Harbaugh under the the mic, dude. And they started muting him like he was about to cuss or something. They kept like. Spot muting him like I don't know what this old guy is gonna say. Like if I can just get, fig- if I, finger hovering over the button, like oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I need I need Jack Harbaugh and uh and and uh, Lou Holtz and Lee Corso <laughs> and uh, our dear president to have a sit down meeting. I think that'd be the one of the hmm. greatest conversations of all time. Why isn't Jack Harbaugh coaching anywhere? That's all I want to know. He was a coach, apparently. I know. He won a championship for uh, yeah, dude. Like Toledo or something. FCS. Youngstown State. No, FCS, not Youngstown. Yeah. Some, some, some. What a year they'll yeah, have if, if John goes and wins the <laughs> Super Bowl, too. Like, holy shit. Hey, the way Lamar's cutting up people right now, he, he damn well might. Lamar saying, is absolutely destroying defenses right now. What a year. What, <laughs> so, what, what a but, year, indeed. I think I, it uh, is... The way that Michigan won this game, dude, coming out at the end of the game, and you could say that y'all have a record for a BCS or any national championship game ever played with 303 rushing yards, like that's that's awesome to say, isn't it? And in this uh, time and age, I don't know when yeah. that's going to get broken. Yeah, like exactly like Clint was saying. That's yeah, true. I didn't see that coming at all. I got a couple things. Uh, one, I saw this stat, and I couldn't believe it, so I looked it up, and it was true. And Austin, you might know this. Uh Michigan had five turnovers all year, and four were against Bowling Green. Yeah, that wasn't a, our finest hour. I think we still won by like thirty <laughs> no. or forty. But uh, I saw that. I was like, that can't that can't be true. I looked it yeah. up. Five turnovers all year, and four were against Bowling Green. Yeah, JJ had like um, two or, two or three picks in the first half. I think. Yeah, Bowling Green defensive coordinator is going to get hired at Washington Raleigh or Ohio. Yeah, sign him for a huge contract. Um, oh, second Ohio thing State was. The I can help but think too, and this is all just you know bullshit at this point. But I was like watching the game and like watching Washington, and I couldn't help but think like Georgia's probably sitting at home going, "This is bullshit. We th- that should be us right there. Like Dude, we should I'm not have lost." So Alabama. tired. I'm so tired of that shit. Like why? Freaking, what because, you you don't think that? 
Because people, I don't, I don't, the, I don't think the, Georgia the would have won. The results of the game. No, I'm not saying like, okay, one. I'm that saying they didn't deserve to be in there. We should have been the ones in there. I'm so tired of that. Then win your game, Florida, you would be the one Florida deserving State to be in that, there. Florida State I get, said the Georgia same thing about Alabama, giving them a better game. But like, you should have fucking won your games to get there. Like, I'm tired of the whole. And I'm not. I'm not yelling at you, Clint. I'm just saying we a lot. No, of no, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying they would have beat Michigan. I'm saying that. Okay, so you think Washington is better than Georgia? And I get, like I'm, I said, this is all just year, bullshit talk. But it's something year, every, Georgia would have favored, been favored over every single one of these. Uh, that, and that's what people get all wrapped games. up. So, so, yeah. but is that so, SEC bias? Well, it how is it? Up. Wait, wait, wait. Who would you rather play, Washington or Georgia, as a Michigan fan? Okay, was, then. Well, it's okay. And that's anybody. what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. That's the same reason. It's the same reason when they showed Alabama as the number four seed in the entire Michigan room of players and coaches was like, oh, shit. Because they know they're not idiots. And I'm not saying, listen, I'm not going to say that Georgia would have beat Michigan. I'm not. Actually, I don't even think they would have. No, Uh, their offense is not as good as Washington. They might not beat Texas. Right. Maybe. But I'm just saying, like, okay, Georgia loses one time in three years. And it was by three points in the SC championship game. And they're watching this, this game where it was like an odd, like a game that Georgia would have been, I think in a little more than Washington would have. So now I'm not saying they would have won. And if we're going to sit there and say, well, win the damn games, then Florida state should have been sitting there playing against Michigan and in the, in, in the national championship. So well, you can't I, have it both ways. I'm just right. saying that it, it was, it was, I think Georgia's probably sitting there going, we, and it's their own fault. I agree you win the game, you're going to go for the most part, I guess, unless you play in the ACC. But like, <laughs> if damn it. you get, you got like, <laughs> they're probably sitting there just kicking themselves in the ass. Like, damn dude, we could have like to win their third championship. In the row would have been amazing. So, I mean, let's be fair though. Like I could name me a five better wins in a row than Penn state, Ohio state, Iowa, Alabama, Washington. Don't talk to me about Iowa. Oh, Iowa five, can't count. Five, yeah, yeah, five better wins count. than Iowa winning with that team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. No, but but honestly, what makes me more mad about what Clint said is the fact that after the Alabama Michigan game, Florida State players were on Twitter saying, "Dude, like okay. they don't deserve to be there." Like, you lost so in overtime. It's not like they got, yeah. if you got blown out. If exactly. you don't make that argument, all, by all means, go for it. I'm like, they just lost in overtime to a Michigan team that dominated that's, that's, them. They shouldn't even got to overtime. Florida State's like, you guys would have done shit with Jordan Travis uh, without Jordan mm. Travis. And exactly. That's just, that's where that point kind of clicked why I got so enraged because I remember but, but seeing no, that I, with Florida State. I don't Florida think anyone would have. But everybody does that every beat year. Michigan. Georgia's offense is not as good as Washington's. Their defense is better. I'll give them that. But right, and Clint, I mean, when you brought up that when you brought up that crazy stat I, and you started talking about Georgia, it reminded me of something I saw like a week or two ago. It said Georgia did not allow a single punt return during this past year. That's not like a punt return touchdown. That's like <laughs> returning of a punt at all. Yeah, that's that's actually kind Jesus. Of that's so, an insane stat. That's elite, baby. I got a good stat for you. 15-0 national champ, Michigan. Yes, yes. sir. There, there you go. That's, there you go. That goes into another Undisputed. one I want to ask the Michigan guy here. Uh, you are one of four teams now that have gone 15-0 and 0 because, you know, they've this had the playoffs. This is just so he can get Clemson in here. I, I know. Don't <laughs> let him say this. No, this is not for the Michigan no, no, guy. No, no. This how is for you. How many teams have done this? No, how, many you? how many teams have done this? Years. Get out of here. Dude, y'all are harping on me this episode. It's like Dabo's resume. Yeah, yeah. No, homie. Calm down. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, it's because you're wearing orange, bro. Y'all, y'all are one of four teams now to have done this. Yes, Who's one the other of the three? teams is Clemson. Damn it. <laughs> but the other one is 2019 LSU and then last year with Georgia. 
So I wanted to ask before we got into this whole laughing thing. Who's better, Clemson or Michigan? What, 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 like, out of those four 15 and 0 national championship teams, how would y'all rank them? I'm not even going to say anything now. I'm going to put my headphones down because I can't include Clemson in that. <laughs> they are. You just included them. There's a lot Actually, of recency I, I, bias that could go into this. And of course, you're a Michigan fan, so there's bias there as well. But I truly wanted to get your take because y'all I don't you think just ma- named out the five wins y'all had. The only team that I think that could have beat us is that 19 LSU team. I was about to say that LSU team was stupid. Especially that, yeah. like, as they figured out the defense a little bit, because they didn't start off too all defensively, but that, that, the end of that year, oh my God, that team was ridiculous. But I mean, in Michigan's favor, to be fair, we gave up 10.5 points a game this year and gave up 13 to Washington, who everybody donned as like the number one offense in the country. So, I mean, LSU was that that year, and I'm not comparing Burrow and Panix. I'm not comparing their, comparing their receivers. No, but both teams had, both teams have three NFL receivers. Yeah, I that's agree. what I'm saying. People work. So, I mean, I would like Michigan's chances against any of the four teams for sure. I, th- I think I would put LSU number one as well. It's tough because, one. Of the, I mean, th- that's the Clemson team with Trevor Lawrence, right? Yes. The fi- or and that's that, not the Deshaun Watson one, right? Right. Deshaun was 16. Yeah, I mean, y- y- you guys had a fucking hell of a team too. Um, I'm not a big Trevor Lawrence guy say though. 2018, of course, I would probably lean LSU first, then Clemson second. But if I really think about it, I mean, I mean that, that last year's Georgia team was ridiculous. Too, yeah, so I think they're all ridiculous in their own own vein. To be fair, right. And I will say, in Georgia last year and Michigan this year, both had close first round playoff games where it was one score games. Whereas the 2018 Clemson and the 2019 LSU both had neither one were close games. I don't think. Who do they do? We you destroyed guys, do you Ohio State in the first round, and then we beat Alabama, yeah. I believe, forty four sixteen. So yes. Yeah. What, was that the Ohio? Who's the quarterback for Ohio State at that time? Was that the year that it was um, Cardell Jones? Or no, was that no, no, no. That would have been Fields, I think. Was yeah, that, that Fields? was Justin right. Fields. Yeah, right, we played right. Fields twice. Fields came back the second time and beat us. Cardell was like the first playoff. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He but, was like uh, the third Yeah, because uh, I think JT got hurt. That's why I was trying to. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, didn't LSU, or not LSU, Florida State didn't go undefeated that year and that when they won the no, this is not just undefeated champions. That's just this is fifteen and O teams. So there's a whole oh, bunch of you. other undefeated national champions. I I will say when it comes to Michigan, it's kind of hard to put them on the other three teams because I don't remember the those you know teams' schedules and their games. But Michigan was never forced to do stuff they did not want to do as a team. That is a big so. Yeah. I mean, could JJ have thrown 350 yards and four touchdowns and won a game if like they were stopping a run? We don't know because no one stopped the run. I, I, I think I think he's got the ability. So you know, it's kind of tough to say like, are we number one out of those four teams or not? Because we played the, every game of the year our way and won convincingly pretty much every game. So it's kind of tough to go against that because who's to say we wouldn't have just ran down everybody's throats in that game and in those games hypothetically. I don't know. That's fair. And we had a, I think we had a good enough defense to keep up. So, you know. And this is why I probably should have picked you guys to win because now that I think about all of our weekly conversations, I was like, eh, Michigan won by a lot and no one played the fourth quarter. So, moving on. Like, that was kind of <laughs> yeah. like how it went, dude. Like, <laughs> so it was. Yeah. Uh, like, I should have, I should have uh, went back to those and maybe I would have made a different decision. But I mean, I think, I think the difference between us as well and those teams is there's a lot of individuals on LSU, on Clemson. You got Trevor Lawrence, you got Joe Burrow, you got Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Michigan's just a team. I mean, yeah. you just hear everything that they talk about. It's like 
Blake Corm, when they're like, you got 29 touchdowns this year. He's like, thanks to my offensive line and my receivers that block. So like, there was not one selfish soul on our team. I bet you Blake Corm was just as happy for Donovan Edwards throwing, hitting those touchdowns that he would have been if he got them. So I think that's where we're a little different from those teams as well, is we're more of a team as a unit. We're not like, oh, well, they're just, uh, they're just led by Joe Burrow. He's got 70 touchdowns this year. Of course, they're going to be in the championship game. Everybody contributed on our team whenever they needed to. Does uh does Harbaugh stay? Might drop. Well, I just saw today that uh, I think the Bears are retaining their coach, so that's one favorable spot away. Um, Mike Mike Vrabel also got fired, so I can see him position potentially going to the Chargers, which is another spot that Harbaugh is potentially going to go. So. If if he's gonna go anywhere, it's gotta be the Chargers. He's gotta go somewhere with a good quarterback. You got Justin Herbert. Well, you actually have a good team over there. Honestly, if he goes anywhere, it's gonna be the Washington Commanders because they have the number two pick and they have eighty million dollars in cap space. But I think that Nick Saban retiring. We're we're gonna be talking about that here in a little bit. I think that might Way to break give, the news. I think that you know you know here I do what I do. But uh, I think Jim Harbaugh now says, oh maybe I can be the next Nick Saban and be the face of a college coach. So, I don't know. He was very happy, and he, he did everything he was supposed to do. He did what he wanted to do when he came to Michigan. That's get us back to the mountaintop, get us to a championship, and win it. So, yes, in, in one vein, he's definitely done what he was supposed to do and what he wanted to do whenever he first came. But, I mean, there's not going to be a lot that's going to stop him from continuing to be dominant in college football. So, well, there, I think that's kind of There hard. might be. That's which, kind of enticing. Which too. might be the NCAA. Because they're they're trying their damnedest uh, uh, to to pull whatever they can on them. Yeah, they got like six different things this year, and we still won. It's it's like everything, right? <laughs> like the pack. So the Pac twelve, they go out on top. The college football playoff, last fourteen playoff, hell of hell of a least semifinals game. NCAA no longer going to exist soon, so they're gonna they're gonna go out on a bang and try to get everybody they can fired. And they're they're well on their way to trying to get Harbaugh. But let me I ask th- you this: like whether it, whether Harbaugh's there or not. What do you think that this Michigan team is going to look like next year? Because y'all are going to lose how many people? So I don't, I don't know all the seniors and everything. I know Coram's gone. Uh, Edwards can come back if he wants to. McCarthy can come back. Loveland can come back. We were already too deep on the offensive <coughs> line, so I'm sure we're going to lose some in the draft. But I think we kind of have the replacements kind of ready. Must be we nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. Receiving wise, I don't know if we had any like big names, anyways, besides Roman Wilson, who I think he's a senior, so I don't think he'll be able to come back. And uh, defense, I know Mason Graham can come back. I know Will Johnson's coming back. So I mean, I think we have the pieces. And it's just like every other college team; you have those three or four pieces on each side. You just need those guys to develop and step up into that next year. Those sophomores, those freshmen, who have another year under their belt, and that it's their time to play. So. uh I don't know. I think it's kind of it was kind of rude to see that we were already in the way too early rankings, ranked sixth. Behind. Yeah, dude, I was about to bring I that was up. Like behind <laughs> Ohio State and everything, I'm like, can we just stop with these same teams? It's like, say they give well, a 12 year old, hey, pick the five best teams. Oh, we do that, and he's pretty good, but he's mm-hmm. a lot younger than 12. I don't know. <laughs> you just, I just don't know. How, I just don't know how in a college sport you can win a national championship and then be ranked sixth within the hour. What what, what year is Will Johnson? Uh, he's he's uh, a sophomore this year. Oh God, he's gonna be a first round pick. That, he's oh yeah, a sophomore? yeah, for sure. I, yeah, he's like a might be a redshirt sophomore, so he has one more year he has to play. So I just don't know what. I think he was twenty twenty one. He's a true sophomore. 
I think oh, Harbaugh. Wow. I think Harbaugh might actually stay. Like, a I, good I hope he, he does. Stays. Because I think he's also he's a giant advocate for like paying players, revenue sharing. Yep. He's literally like, dude, just give it all to the players. Like they're the I ones after, playing the damn game. After this game, <laughs> I think Michigan just puts a blank check in front of him and says, Whatever number you want. Just yeah, write, write it, it down and we'll cast. Yeah. Well then they almost give yeah. him that the first time they gave him like the private jet access and But then the, the, the first round of allegations came out, so they kinda like pulled that back. No more plans. Got it. That's, That's another crazy thing. Y'all did this fifteen and zero national champs, and you didn't have your head coach for half the season. It's so crazy, insane, insane. Congrats, man. It, it, I wish I knew what that felt like. I guess your OC's leaving, probably. Sure, more. He was crying on TV because he was like, "I just got a head coaching job. I know." What I will say, if Harbaugh leaves, it probably will be sure on more. And I'd probably no, no, no. I'm saying he's going to go somewhere else. You think? And you think he's going to stay if Harbaugh stays? Somebody offers him eight million. Well, it's not, not going to be that much. Five million to go know. coach a team. You I know, feel like I, Michigan's I, turning into like a cult where, like, these coaches are brainwashed to love Michigan more than anything. Well, if, if there's any, <laughs> if there's any coach, and I mean this, in, in with all due respect, and again with positivity, if there's any coach that leads a cult, it's Harbaugh. I mean, just that he's very quirky. He loves his chickens, and mm. yeah, dude, he he could be a pretty good cult leader for sure. I don't know. I just think. Our culture is really good the way it is. So, um, and Moore definitely. If if, Mich- if Jim Harbaugh <laughs> comes back, Sharon Moore definitely deserves a, a, a chance somewhere else. He's one and zero against Ohio State. Hell yeah! You Hell know. Right. So, so D- Dabo tried to start a cult. He got punched in the face. His eye was bruised. Damn it, dude! <laughs> he tried. I'm out. Dude. I'm out. I get. I picked Michigan, Washington wrong, but like, I'm out. That's what you get for bringing <laughs> up the 2019 Clemson. Team. Love you, Jacob. Love you, dude. Yeah, it's, too, it's too easy, man, dude. It's like it's like it's like back at T-ball game, man. It's, that thing, it's a beach ball on a tee, man. And it's just right there. It's not even the guy that won the national championship that's bothering me. It's you. <laughs> it's pretty standard. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, Austin's been an absolute gentleman. He could have just raked this over been. the coals. And he's like, you know what, guys? I understand why you you, you were wrong. I mean, you guys are idiots for sure. But, uh, <laughs> Here we go. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> no, that's that's yeah, what yeah. I want to hear. And dude, early yeah. on, I'm like, hey man, you guys win the natty, you jump. So we're at Ian's apartment complex, like little lounge area, big TV, pool table, shuffleboard, right next to the pool. I'm like, Austin, you guys win. You're going to that pool, right? It's like, dude, no, I got to drive home. I'm like, you're good, bro. You got boxers. You got chain. Like you got clothes. Like we make this happen. He's like, I'm not getting that pool. I was like. If Carolina want to bowl, get to a bowl game, I'm in the pool, bro. Come on. <laughs> so I had to be like, I'm getting in there with you. And uh, I finally convinced him after he was like, can I, can I watch the celebration? I'm like, of course. We can watch the celebration. And then, uh, <laughs> like your dad. then we went and jumped in the pool, man. Just want to watch the confetti. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I get it, man. It was pretty mesmerizing. Not going to lie. They, uh, you know, they made sure they had, they had the right colors there. Um, yeah. Well, should, should we... Should we talk about a coach that won't be back next year? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, Austin, um, dude, look, you come on this program and you start breaking news. We're not even ready yet. Uh, but it's, it's cool. We appreciate all the other things you've offered. As a national championship, as a national champion, I kind of get that right. And you know what? You know what? I take that back. You were the last team to beat him, so you have every right. Um, send, we sent him yeah. off right. Sent him off right. So, Nick Saban, um, as of this recording, maybe an hour or two, um, is retiring from coaching um honestly I, I there were some rumblings throughout the year i was very adamant that no shot i thought he was going to be one of these guys that 
is going to die on the sideline pretty much. Like he's just going to be, <laughs> you know, one, one of these old guys, but um, yeah, he, he, he is retiring. Um, uh, and it's going to be, going to be some shakeup college football season, no doubt. Um, so Austin, as the team that just beat him, uh, or the last team to beat him, how, how do you feel? It feels great to send off such a uh, legendary coach uh, the right way, honestly. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of talking because I'm sure we all have those Alabama fans in our lives that are annoying as hell. Um, mm. So maybe we might get a couple-year reprieve. But I also did Please. see that the main name that they're talking about is Dan Lanning from Oregon, which would be an interesting fit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he fits Alabama, but, you know, I That's guess a good, we'll see. Does anybody fit Alabama? Like truthfully, I, I've only ever known it as being Nick Saban's job. So I, right. I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't tell you a coach besides Bear Bryant. Uh, but like between mm. Bear Bryant and Nick Saban, I couldn't name you a coach to be honest with you. So uh, I don't know. It's such a tall task to fill Nick Saban's shoes, and then you have teams like you know Georgia that you're having to immediately. We have rivalry against this team. They're going to be top three every year. You better beat them, or you're losing. You're uh, you're out. And Saban's just kind of conditioned everybody to win those big games. I think this these, this new coach is going to have such a bigger issue Thanks. on his plate than he's expecting. Yeah. I agree. And since you brought up Georgia, Clint, kind of like you said earlier about Michigan, do they just give Harbaugh a blank check? I think in a perfect world, Bama would love to give Kirby Smart a blank check. I say, come coach over here. You think Kirby would do it? <sighs> I don't but, know if but Kirby at this would, point, because I feel like he's proven everybody wrong and said, "No, I've built it over here." I'm I, doing I don't it think now. he would. He, he, I mean, he played football at Georgia, so it's you know he's done with Harbaugh. Yeah. Oh, we did it before Harbaugh, right? But to to be able to play football and come back <clears throat> and bring a national championship, two national championships, like I don't think he's got any ties to Bama. Georgia can pay him. They'll, they'll probably. I mean, he's already got paid. They'll probably give him another raise to stay. That yeah. I'm not worried about. Dan Lanning would be interesting. Oregon going to the Big Ten, like I, I think. You know, he's what other rumors came up at some point about was it the AM job, maybe? Yeah, AM job came up with him, um, and he was pretty adamant he was staying. I feel um, like if you're Bama and you land Dan Lanning, like you're a Bama fan, you're ecstatic. I think you're happy with that. Oh, 100%. So, the, the one that's come up over the years, um, and we kind of talked about this just in our group chat before the show, is Dabo Sweeney because he played football at Alabama, grew up in Alabama, and people always said. Would would that be the one that got him away from Clemson? Now, he's won national championship at Clemson. He's like the second highest paid guy, at least normally behind Saban. I always said I wouldn't think he would leave just because he's he's built up the program, right? But again, hurt my feelings again. No, 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 no. I no. I th- this is me being completely serious. He grew up in Alabama. He's an Alabama guy. Went to Alabama, right? Like, and Clint made the point too. It's like the whole portal thing. Does does he want to leave? Like, and again, it, they probably don't want him now because of the portal thing. If you want to go that route, like, I think they'd have to have a very honest conversation. I just want to know if there's at least interest there because I just want to know what he would do. Because again, the rumors come up for years and years about say or about Dabo. Um, I mean, it, it's interesting. I think, I think just because of the way Dabo is with some of the things he said, and because he does get made fun of every now and then, that the Bama fans would cause an issue. I think he would, I think he would be fine there with the all that stuff. But the portal thing might honestly be be the thing. But Jacob, as a Clemson fan, again, these rumors have been for years. It's not nothing I'm coming up with. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are your honest takes? Okay, how about this? 
let's say the portal wasn't a thing. Would you be concerned about him leaving? And then does the portal thing actually affect that decision based on how Dabo has attacked the portal or not attacked the portal? Damn, you asked me like five questions there. Um, I know, I know. I'm sorry. You good? I think personally, I'll answer it this way. I think if I was Caesar's sportsbook and there was a betting favorite, <laughs> I feel I like, like Dabo would be a slight favorite over a couple of others because of right. rumors has been around because of his background, stuff like that. Betting favorites don't win all the time. You know, most of the time they don't, in fact. So, but if I was a betting favorite, I would probably put Debo just ahead of a couple other dudes. Um, I think this time period specifically, I wonder if Bama had anything to do with, like Bama as a program had anything to do with the timing of, of Saban's, you know, retirement. Or if it was truly just Saban came out and said, you know what? I'm out. I wonder. I don't think if, anybody at Alabama can tell him when or when to no, leave. No, I know, but a program honest. that, again, Saban and Bear Bryant built up, they want to have a perfect replacement. So this is probably something that I would imagine they've been in talks of for years behind the scenes. You but know? that's what I'm saying. Who's that guy? Like, because, okay, for years, so when, when Mac Brown was at Texas, for years, it was not for years, at least like two or three years, it was much crazy to say now, but like Muschamp was the guy in waiting. Yes. Mac Brown stayed too long. Muschamp went other places. But like, there's been no like, because he's had so many guys come in, really that have revitalized their career at Alabama. Guys that are in the NFL. Guys that are now head coaches. That all, like, there's no one that's like, he's got somebody that he is grooming to be the next head coach. Like, he just doesn't have that guy. So, who, I don't think it was yeah, Saban who, that could be grooming him. I think it was what Bama's wanting to set up. You know what I'm saying? But go okay. ahead, Clint. Yeah, that, you, that makes you sense. Up. Yeah. What do you think? Let, let me let me throw let me throw another name out because something else to consider too is do you want to be the coach that follows Saban? Uh, a lot maybe of the best coach, at least top three best coach to ever exist uh, for college football. A name I want to throw out, and this is like a pretty a bigger rumor too, like kind of up there with Dan Landing. Please, please don't say the name. I'm going to say <laughs> Lane Kiffin. Ah, uh, you're safe. Go ahead. Okay, you're, cool. saying, you're, you're thinking Dion. No, really? Oh no. Ed Orgeron. I got, a, I got a real hot take. Dude, please go. <laughs> oh. Ed Orgeron, Alabama. You bring crawfish to oh, Alabama. Oh, no. dad. <laughs> no, Lake Kiffin might actually be the only one crazy and cocky enough to be like, yeah, I'll follow Saban, no problem. And yeah, he would. That, that would be I, pretty crazy. I think what he's at now, based on the recruiting class, based on the portal, he's like, guess what, Alabama? No head coach. I ain't got to worry about Saban. I'm about, to, I'm about to stay here. I'm about to run this shit. So, Honestly, I, yeah. You're right. He's crazy enough to take the job, but I think he's thinking more like, I got my guys JC, now. This is yeah. this is the best time for me to be where I'm at because now I can finally, I don't worry about, I'm not worried about. I, uh, I truly think you hit the nail on the head there. LSU coach. Anyway, he doesn't care about those guys. He's I think you hit the nail on the but head do you there. Think, like, do, you think, do you think Ole Miss, it's, sorry, Jake, I better mean to cut you off. I'm just, you're good, you're quick, good, you're uh, good. Do you think, do you think Ole Miss is going to, is has the infrastructure and just the, the, the program itself, are they able to be a perennial? Yes. Like, well, they have the money. Definitely playoff team every year because obviously you can at Bama. Like, is that something you would see at Ole Miss? Uh, that you I mean, might look, have a ceiling at Ole Miss that's lower than, definitely lower than but, what you would have at Bama. But, but in this day and age, think about it. And, and again, I, I'm being very serious. This is not a shot at you, Jacob. Ole Miss has been a historically more of a winning program in college football, right? You go back to the Arch Manning days and all this stuff, Eli mm. Manning, then Clemson has. Look what Dabo's built at Clemson, right? Uh, from 
So I think Ole Miss does have that. They obviously can pay the guy enough. And Mississippi is a very sketchy state when it comes to money, so they will find enough money to pay Lane Kiffin. Um, and the fact that he's got all these transfers and stuff, like, what's he going to, like... I think right now, if he leaves, if he were to go to Bama, how many... He would have to rework... I, I think if this would have came sooner, maybe a different conversation. Because now, if he leaves, like, he doesn't know who's leaving, right? He's already got all his guys to Ole Miss, right? They have the number one transfer portal. He's got a top 15 class. So now he goes to Bama. Who's going to leave because they don't like Lane Kiffin? Who's got, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if, maybe if like a year from now, they're like, wait a year. Kiffin would bring anybody and everybody he wanted to Alabama. That would not be but is a there, But is everybody going to go? Like, is Juice going to go? Is is all these, is Walter Nolan going to go? Like, are, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, Clint, just throw I, him a 50. All these, these kids care about money anyway. Just yeah, hey, here's some yeah, more you're money. Right. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I think you're you're spot on. Like, again, I would put Davo as like a betting favorite, but if I was actually gonna place a bet, I think I would probably pick Lane Kiffin. Because he like you said, I think he is crazy enough to be like, you know, what? I'm gonna follow that ego. I'm gonna try to you know better him and stuff like that. But I kind of lean towards what JC is saying. Like in this day and age and how Kirby has kind of done it at Georgia and Dabo did it. I think Dabo kind of started it in uprooting Alabama and starting to challenge them for national championships and stuff. And then Kirby's come in there. I think they're and, and Ole Miss is coming up and Michigan just did this. Like there's other programs that are kind of coming up and Bama now that he's gone, like that's what I was saying. Who's crazy enough to go there and who, who would be a good fit there? Because Bama does shit a lot differently. And it is, it is, you know, Dan mm. Saban was very good at, at kind of going with the times, but he also like not many teams put their nose in the ground and work like Alabama does. Like we talked about for years, it's been a factory over there. You don't describe yeah. other programs like that. I don't know who would fall like fall into that mold in a way. So I think it may kind of spread the wealth, like NIL has to players. It may spread the wealth, and there may be more a parity, which I think is good for college football. Good luck to whoever has to follow him up, man. Because not not just how good he was, but the 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 different errors he went through with you know run heavy, and then all these like prolific quarterbacks started coming out. And they had to change their culture at Alabama to be able to keep up, and they did it. Uh, dude, shout out that that guy, OG Austin. Who 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 was that hot tape? I'm I'm ready for this one. So I just got to preface this with I've been pretty Nostradamus when it comes to Michigan. So when I say That's this a big dumbass word. name. Oh, okay. I have some Before you say this, does does do you think Saban has a say in this? Are they keeping him around as an advisor That's to what make I this asked, choice? Dude. They should. You have to, right? Yeah. They should. Okay. Anyways, let me, let me hear your Nostradamus, whatever crazy word you said. So uh, I don't know about any of this when it comes to like contracts, but uh, it's the kind of guy that I feel like would just go to like the better school and the better team, and that's uh, Lincoln Riley. Mm. That ooh. He he yeah. literally went to U- he went Ooh. to USC with Caleb Williams. They they came from Oklahoma. They went there together. Caleb's leaving and USC's going to the Big Ten. They're it's a completely different footing for USC. So like I said, I have no backing on this. I have this isn't even a name I've heard. But uh Lincoln Riley would be an interesting dark horse. I would find it very I mean. hard. I mean, he came from Norman, Oklahoma. So I don't know. Do you leave Los Angeles to go to Tuscaloosa? I, I think it's kind of like what I was going to get at with with Dabo earlier. I think a few years ago, Bama fans would love to have Dabo. But the way he is kind of more outspoken now and he 
you know, has been very reluctant to do this whole transfer portal thing. I feel like they're a little bit more reluctant to go with Dabo, and I feel like because of the complete lack of defense that Lincoln Riley's shown over his career, I don't know if Bama fans would really want him. But that's the fan base. I don't know what Bama and and, and Saban wants to do, but I, and I feel I know that Lincoln Riley be like, oh hell yeah, I'm going out there, but because who would Dabo's honestly? on the Dabo's on the list. I just don't think he's at yeah. the top. I, just I think Dan Lanning's part of their first. Game. I think Lincoln fits in a lot with USC. Just his like. It's all offense. It's no defense. It's very well. Yeah, could you imagine a Bama team with no defense? That's what I'm saying with no Ugh. defense. I'm not prepared mm, to see Bama at six and, six and And the defensive coordinator has retired, Kevin Steele, probably because of Dabo or uh, uh, Nick leaving, Saban leaving, yeah. not yeah. on a first name basis. Sorry. People are saying I wouldn't even know. I won't even know who Lincoln Riley would bring. But to be fair, he went to USC and they had no defense. So at least Bama has the background of a defense. Oh, he, so, he, he could ruin it. 100%. He could ruin it. I don't know. It, it almost seemed like USC's defense was somehow worse this year, which was incredible. So I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. But, oh, but, yeah. Very, very obvious. Yeah. Uh, I guess if do, I had a dark do, do horse. They pit... Go ahead. Sorry, hear yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Shut up. Uh, if I had a dark horse, I probably would say, honestly, Steve Sarkeesian. Sar- Sarkeesian. I, he was there. He was the offensive coordinator for that crazy 2020 whatever team with Bryce Young. That made me think uh, of another name. Like, I mean, he was there, but I know he's done wonders with Texas. But I mean, again, who would not go to Bama if they called him? You know what I'm saying? Do they reach out to Dion and at least interview him? I feel like they no. got to. No. Why? Why? No Just chance. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying they pick him, and I'm, I'm not you know saying leave money? it up to him to make okay. decisions. But okay. Do, so do, they, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, they do oh, yeah, their due I'm diligence. Not, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do, maybe, yeah. Do, do they at least make the call to talk to him? Affleck, not, I, why can't Bama? <laughs> they are in the same commercial. That's what I'm saying. That's, I'm just curious. Do they do they make that phone call just to talk? Got to, dude. I think I mean, y'all saw might. Shadur hey, Sanders, what about, like, what about Pete out, Carroll? Like, Pete Carroll just got fired by Seattle. He does not want to come back to college. He, he's I'll, actually I'll up in the... He's old, too. He's like 80. Yeah, but he's he got moved up into we'll Seattle. Up. Like He's in like the uh, president of football operations or whatever, I think. He didn't just get oh, fired. Heck, he's like still on Seattle. See, I didn't know that. I was napping. I woke up to a lot of a lot of coach changes. So Any, here's, uh, a sec- here's a sorry. second name that I know. My bad. There's a second name I just thought of, and a lot of things would have to fall into place. What about Ryan Day? He's trash. He's getting fired. He's not going to Alabama. But no that's shot. why. <laughs> look, Ohio, look at Ohio the guy. State it's fans. Not, it's not Ryan Day. It's not Urban Meyer. No shot. You've no chance. No, Ryan Day, Ryan Day has done everything right at Ohio State except for beat Michigan. Yeah. He's literally undefeated against every other team except for Michigan. He inherited a hell of a good program. I don't know if he's that great. Which is the dis- worst thing you can commit disagree, there. I don't disagree, but I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, whenever, I, whenever you see a team get, lose a all-time coach or player, they do some dumb moves. I wouldn't be shocked if Alabama makes a dumb coaching move here. I'd hire so, so you can come and do everything coach. except be Georgia. <laughs> I mean, hey, I do a Ryan Day. Does, uh, does Urban Meyer get pulled out the grave? Dust no it shot, off I, and, dude. Urban Meyer likes to go in bars and touch young girls. No shot. Uh, Tuscaloosa. It's, I don't know if he'd. It's Ohio. Be a problem down there. Much. <laughs> That's true. That's not an excuse. <clears throat> no, it's a reason. This day and age, man, a lot of flight logs coming out. That's not the guy you want to hire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying uh, no. As long as he's not, not doing bad, it's a win. Yeah, it's true. A lot of that going on too. No, no shot. It's not going to be Ryan Day. It's not going to be Urban Meyer. I don't think it's going to be Dion. I don't know who it's going to be, man. Tim Tebow. I, I can't wait till we actually Are get some like real substantial like rumors. Bro, they people were even talking about Belichick. I was like, what? No. Dude. I, I was like, dude, like that 10 would people be. And 
Nah, dude, it's no, I don't think. I, dude, in this day and age, if you're coming from the NFL to here, man, that's yeah. Why that's would you want to? Because it's a full time job now with a lot more BS. A lot more. It BS. is. Do you guys want to hear the? Do you guys want to hear the betting favorites right now? Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. So this is just covers.com. I just the first thing I, I put. Dan Lanning at plus two hundred. Why? Yeah. Uh, Lane Kiffin at plus four hundred. There you go, Clint. Oh. Dabo Swinney at a plus five hundred. All right, I'm good. And with then this. you got Kalen DeBoer from Washington. Oh, he plus would plus six hundred. I don't need to hire him, but he but he would leave. It's an upgrade. Um, I Dion's think so. Pl- Dion's plus nine hundred. Pat Shermer, who is the defensive coordinator, I believe, at Colorado, is plus a thousand. Urban Myers plus a thousand. Get out of here, dude. People are tripping. Uh, and <laughs> then you have uh, Billy Napier from Florida. He's trash. plus sixteen hundred. Oh Derek my god, Duke. why? Derek Dooley, who I, I assume is a uh, a coach at Bama now. Derek Dooley used to be the coach at uh, Tennessee. Yeah, he, I saw Mike Norvell's name too. Trash. Yeah, he's plus eighteen hundred. He's he's the last one on this list. Look, if you coach at Florida State, you're not working at Bama. If you work at Florida, you're not working at Bama because they they haven't had a good coach since Urban Meyer. If I have to, if I had to place a bet to like not lose my house, it would be uh, Dan Lanning. I don't. Well, why is be, that? It can't be like the NFL. I can't like, imagine let's just recycle Dan guys being like, at Bama. After all these I, years of seeing Nick Saban, like Dan Lanning's the guy there. Like, what has I Dan mean, Lanning done before what's Oregon? Wrong, what's wrong with Dan? I like I Dan what, Lanning, but like I can't just see. Damn, him. He's been damn good. Dan, I like Dan Lanning. Hell of, what the he's fuck? A, he's a hell of a coach. Polaroids. I know he's good. Oregon was really good, but I'm asking, what was he doing before Oregon? I forgot where he was. What he he was at Georgia. He was at uh, Alabama too, I believe. Um, yeah, pull up his. I got you. All right. He was previously the defensive coordinator and outside linebackers coach at University of Georgia. From 2018 yeah. to 2021. Memphis, inside linebacker. He was a GA at Alabama in 2015. And then coached at Sam Houston State, Arizona State, Pittsburgh as a GA. Did some high school stuff. Um, I mean, you're kind of he like... He played linebacker? You're kind of like bringing in a new philosophy. You're going from like a Nick Saban, old school, like hard-nosed coach hey to Dan Lanning kind of being a 37-year-old, you know, is you there know, any chance? All these ideas about offense. Go ahead. Is there any chance in hell Jimbo Fisher gets a call? No shot, dude. Oh my uh, god. No nope. Shot. You can't. Re- you dude, don't think so? You got to be able to look. The thing that Nick Saban does better than anybody is look. I get it. You got really good draft cl- or recruiting classes. They're going to get to the NFL. He develops these guys like no other. Yeah. He can. I I can't even. What's the guy's name you said? I can't remember. <laughs> Jimbo Mom, Fisher. Jimbo Fisher has normal recruiting class two years in a row. Can't develop a single guy. So come on, man. No, no shot, dude. He's happy. He's he's sitting at home with seventy seven million in his bio, man. He's he, no, dude. You can't. You can't. You got to prove yourself, man. I, yeah, I'd rather have Dan Lanning or Dabo a pet than any Florida guy, AM guy, Florida State guy, Ohio State guy. It's like, not about the recruiting. It's about the developing. Yeah, and Urban's too weird, man. No shot. What it's about uh, what is it, Eli Drinkowitz at Missouri? Ooh, interesting. Inter- that is interesting. I like him actually. I like him a lot. Just the way he like goes about his business. I feel that's like a smart lot, dude. I feel like with that's a lot of betting odds and a lot of like guesses, like there's like three obvious names. Then you kind of like get to that drunk part of the conversation. We were just like, you're throwing names on the wall. And just what like, about Iowa's offensive coordinator? Any chance <laughs> that man? That's where Nick Saban's going. The yeah, next that team sleep. he coaches will be 10, 10 under pickleball before he coaches football again. <laughs> there should be betting odds that uh, Lane Kiffin, not Lane Kiffin, Nick Saban goes home 
year, maybe two years, gets sick of getting nagged at by Miss Terry, comes back to college football. I'm there impressed should be you know his wife's name. Oh, everybody knows yeah. Miss Terry. Did you see they were leaving? Um, I think they were leaving um, oatmeal cream pies and cokes at like the statue in front of the stadium, like as like a like he's died. Like, <laughs> yeah, I watched the. Uh, oh man. Oh, I watched Port- Portnoy did a thing because he was like, his headline was Nick Saban retires after losing to Michigan in the Rose Bowl. And he literally like in the middle of his run is like, RIP Nick Saban. I'm like, the guy's not dead. He's just retiring. Like, How old is Nick Saban too? Is he like 70, 72? 73, I think. 73. He's in his 70s. Like that man deserves to retire. Like shoot, if I'm still working at 73, something's wrong. Well, probably. He's but, looking yeah. pretty good for 73 to be honest with you. Oh, he is. That's what I'm saying. That. I'm not going to be alive at 73. <laughs> Probably not. Dude, I, Damn. Yeah, dude, not modern I medicine, technology, you never know, Clint. Never know. We're hoping no, I, I, next week. It's going to be on purpose. I'm not going to be alive. If five guys are still kidding. around, I'm not alive <laughs> at 73. Do we 60, have to cut that? 65, it's over. <laughs> Should we cut that? No, we're good. I'm not worried about him. He's good. He's good. I'm we fine. Don't cut anything. <laughs> Fuck like that. <laughs> Local man dies due to uh, Lysol inhalation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh man, that's actually hilarious. We'll see, man. I, know. I can't can't wait to hear his little. I mean, he's got to do some type of press conference or statement. He's nothing's come out like official from him. I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, no, there was a little statement, and I I could read it. It's like a paragraph wrong. If you wanted was it to, from him or the university or from him. Oh, okay. Uh, is it? It's just a short paragraph. It says, The University of Alabama has been a very spe- special place to Terry and me. We have enjoyed our every minute of our 17 years as, a, as head f- football coach at Alabama, as well as becoming part of the Tuscaloosa family. It's not just about the many games we won and lost, but it's about the legacy and, we, and how we went about it. We always try to do it the right way. The goal was always to help players create more value for their future, be the best player they could be, and more successful in life because they were part of the program. Hopefully we have done that, and we always will consider Alabama our, our home. Yeah, see, the part I don't agree with that is the fact that he said the game he lost. He went 206-29 and 29 at Alabama. And that's yeah, without five wins that they vacated. Yeah, let's get into some crazy stats real quick. I don't have a bunch, but Nick Saban made $120 million at his time. God, playing there. dog. Yeah, I retired um, too. Yeah. He had... Like, like 10 years ago. He had 29 losses in uh, his career there and 44 first-round picks. Damn. <laughs> it's over 9,000. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and some people say whenever Lee Corso retires, or he may not even retire, um, Nick Saban should be the new Lee Corso. Should he? I definitely think we'll see Nick Saban on TV. The fact that Lee Corso, well, yeah. we haven't seen it yet, but if Lee Corso does one game day, He's made it longer than Nick Saban. Crazy. Crazy sad. He <laughs> <laughs> actually is. That's kind of crazy. Dude, they're going to have they, him like with strings tying up his limbs like a puppet up on that stage. I uh, mean, he, there's, God, there's another guy that's with strings and puppet in a much bigger position than Lee Corso. You're going to have to help me out on that one. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> come on, Clint. I thought you had to get with it. Bro, I'm in college football mode. My bad, dude. Hey, as you should be. Sorry. I'm... Should we have seen this coming? Because I know hindsight is 2020, but I felt like he acted different this year. Uh, 
Dude, that's what I was telling it. Austin. Like, like some of his press conferences, the fact he was on the McAfee show weekly, like giving information, just being yeah. very like, yeah, he's a lot he's, calmer. Like they lost, way, he's like, yeah. It, I, that's yeah. why I said earlier. I think that they, that this has been known by Bama, just Bama and Saban, nobody else, and they've had something in the works too, because they just want don't want to just go hire random dudes, like. <laughs> They've had it won't had be a random dude. Works, but I know, but they had to have had something in the works, dude. You would think, yeah. and they might. We just somebody's somebody's keeping on the download pretty well, dude. I would not want to follow him up. At least I would wait until whoever does get hired gets fired in two years, and then I I would apply to Alabama because which, which like the, we call this a down year for Bama the and they were in the playoff. Like, but, but that's a thought process. But but at the same time, right? You also look at it like one of the better rosters in college football. Still a great place to recruit. You can you can look back and say, look what look what we've done the last X amount of years that we have in place. We have the facilities, right? We're in the best conference in college football. It's only getting better. Oklahoma, Texas, eh, Oklahoma. Eh. But in all seriousness, like you you do have a lot of positives as well. But you're right. There's going to be some pressure that you're not going to have in a lot of places. Like Mark Richt was a great coach at Georgia. Won nine or ten games every single year. Not enough. Kirby Smart did not have that much pressure compared to the guy following the statement. I will agree with you w- with that um, because it's national championship or bust, literally. Like if you mm-hmm. you lose t- you lose two games like a couple years in a row, you don't make the college football playoff, you don't win the conference, yeah, your job's on the line. And I will gonna... say though, now that with the 12-team playoff, you can actually afford at Alabama to couple, lose two yep. games and you're still in the playoff. So 100%. you actually might be, you might be right there and just That's take true. the job, I guess. I don't know. Because the way they're so biased with like these big schools... Teams like Bama, Ohio State could have two losses, and they're still going to hover in that nine to eleven mm-hmm. range. So it's not going to make a difference. Yeah, you're not going to see too many undefeated teams anymore. I feel like because these conferences no. are getting so crazy big. And honestly, looking back at Saban's uh, records at Bama, he's, he's coached there since '07. And besides his first year where he went seven and six, he only went undefeated twice, uh, which is kind of wild. When I went back and looked at it, it was t- 2009 he went 14 and 0, and then uh, t- 2020 he went 13 and 0. Every other year, he lost one or two games, um, and he lost three games in 2010. That's it, which is crazy. Hey, but still winning six national championships. I think no, with yeah. all these these with all these conferences merging, it, everybody's schedules will be like far tougher. Because I was just looking at Michigan's, and we play Texas, Washington, Ohio State, and another team that finished in the top ten. And I'm like, you should play what USC or UCLA, right? Oh, we play Oregon. We play Oregon. We play all four of those teams throughout the year. Hell yeah. It was, like, it was like three, four, six, and ten. I was like, that's a tough schedule. Welcome to the SEC, I mean, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Where they put I like mean, four lost the, teams. The easy, no, we play, no, I'm saying year. we play that we play that schedule every year. How was Tennessee ranked all year? That's what I want to know. Tennessee would they Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee was terrible. Their quarterback is Joe like, Milton. Y'all oh, had yeah, it dude, set you up. You don't gotta sell year. me on that, bro. I'm on the Joe Milton sucks train. He can't throw a slant. He looked like Cam Newton the Patriots. Can't throw a slant route. I mean, I was ranked, field. and I don't even know that they had a quarterback. That's true. They, they should have been ranked. Homeboy got injured they, and led the team in passing for the next six weeks. The quarterback was 260 <laughs> pounds. He got an NIL to a Krispy Kreme. Austin, <laughs> tell me you saw no, did, the, the... What's that have. guy's name that's on Pat McAfee's show that went off on Deacon Hill and him being fat? Oh, did you Tyshmet. see that, Austin? I didn't see that. Oh, buddy. Oh, my God. We're going to watch it. You'll love After, it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Schmidt. He's the Lou Holtz guy as well. Um, you know, yeah. actually, you know what, dude? Bama, hire Lou Holtz. Dr. Lou, bring him to the South. Oh, Here we God. go. Here I can't we go. take that. 
No, I'm all for it, man. I heard somebody I would have to say, mute the TV. Hold up, that, make a phone call. Lou Holtz, um, would you take the job at Alabama? Of course I would, <laughs> dude. I'm coming back. I'm still better than all these assholes. I <laughs> see. We're back. We're back. Welcome, Dr. Lou. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Love it. Absolutely love it. Why isn't Brian Kelly's name getting mentioned? Because Brian Kelly, is he's going to go to Alabama and do another fake country accent that we know is fake. And <laughs> yeah, dude. Screw that guy. I, I heard that the Notre Dame coach, on. I can't remember his name, the new guy, is actually Marcus like Freeman. Marcus Freeman, yeah. 12th mm. on the list or whatever. What's the eh. games at Notre Dame first? I'm about to say two They're about to. They got Riley Leonard about to win a bunch of games. Oh, so he can sprain his ankle seven more times this year? <laughs> he sprained it once. Te- yeah, technically only and did it once. And they got hurt every yes. other game. Why well, am I arguing with you? They beat the shit out of Clemson. <laughs> Catching strays. I love it. Oh. Keep talking shit, bro. Oh, there it Keep is. Keep talking shit, bro. Y'all can stay on that couch. I didn't, make, I, I didn't make the playoff, bro. I'll, I'll do the seven, seven degrees of separation and somehow make that a Michigan plus. I mean, <laughs> nah. I'm pretty high on Notre Dame. I think Riley Leonard's a hell of a player. He is, but as we said that about Sam Hartman, too. No, Riley Leonard's way more athletic than the old Sammy. Oh, they say way more. He is. Have you seen him play basketball? Double yamming on kids, bro. He's like 6'4", Duncan. But he was playing the ACC, so it wasn't really matter. Yeah, well, he if Bama was in it for the ACC. long run, they, I could see them going for Marcus Freeman. Because he is young. If they were willing to Dan commit Lanning. to him for like five, six years. Yeah, Dan Lanning's young. How young is Dan Lanning? 37. Oh, damn. Yeah, I was going to say 40, man. That's better than that. Okay. Freeman. That, I, I, I guess I see Dan Lanning, but it's just I just didn't picture that. That's why I'm so shocked, I guess. Let's, uh, let's throw the From the Stands podcast uh, crew in the, in the name hat for uh, Alabama coach. Oh, I sure. wouldn't want yeah. that pressure in my life. No, no dude, I'm, 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 I'm applying for the Iowa job. because I'll, I'll, I'll do the video productions if you'll have me. Bro, That's it. pay me a tenth of what Nick Saban was making and I'll go screw shit up for you and you can fire me. I don't care. You collect that bag. You don't want you all those rednecks hunting you down, bro. You give me Alabama's <laughs> roster right now, guarantee I'll win 10 games next year. Oh, Shut up. Shut up. Are you what? Stop talking. Stop talking. You're talking about Clint. Listen to me. No, I, I, I need. I'm bring it back I to you. I'm bring it back to you, Clint. Right now, I give you Alabama's roster right now. No one leaves. No one comes in. No portal. No portal moves right now. You get an OC. You don't even have to call the fucking play. You're telling me you're not winning ten games. Come on, bro. Get out of so here. So you're, you're saying you're saying you would just stand there and, and the quarterback would be. You have you no could, I mean, to be fair, Alabama plays like three directional schools every year. Okay, I can listen. If if old Ferentz can call plays at Iowa. <laughs> I can call plays. I would. And I don't, I, that I don't even happen, have to call bro. plays. Saban's not calling dad, plays. He's hired people to call plays. Bro, his there's more than just game program though, right? for 20 years. Yeah, that's all organization shit that you can look up on YouTube. All right, we practice this way. He's already so got you're gonna a, be, he's gotta, I'm going to take the binder out of Saban's office because he's going to want me to succeed. Hey, Saban, how do you do practice? That's how we do practice, buddy. Cool, man. I'm going to take that. You're okay. not going to listen to me because I'm right. not even 30. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so you're going to be, you're gonna be Mario, Mario Cristobal. Losing to Georgia Tech because you can't coach nope, on Saturdays. Nope, nope, because I'm a kneel it, bro. I'm not an idiot. I got way more situational awareness than Crystal Ball. Yeah, that Are you is kidding me? Bad. <laughs> Give me more credit well, than I'll that. Give you that and yeah. I'm just saying that roster's good. It's like the NBA, man. I could coach the damn whoever to. Come on, man. You got five guys. You tell me I can't coach LeBron, D Wade, and Bosch to a championship? Easy money. <laughs> you're, mean, you're a Heat right, fan. So you can't talk let's, shit. Let's to be fair. Uh, so, no, no help or anything. You take a good team to a bowl game? Like, Random, like you, you act know, like I don't know football. Game. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel like but, a bowl game, yeah. Super side note, did you guys see about that uh, the irrelevant bowl that they're trying to Dude, no no team Please don't do that. No team Please is gonna sign up. No team is gonna sign up to be mocked to go play in a game, bro. Yeah. No shot. You really wanna watch two no, absolutely shit teams? I probably have opt-outs. Oh my god, that would be the best shit. bowl Unless, game besides the playoffs wait. was Kentucky Clemson. So you're welcome, Jake. That's a compliment. My, this is my what if we did what if we did this? <laughs> so there's that irrelevant bowl. <laughs> And the loser gets demoted to the FCS. Oh, the stop, FCS. stop right there. Stop okay. right there. Seven. Stop. Stop Seven. right there. This is why. <laughs> Jacob has the greatest organization of the new. I've got a five-page PDF, college. motherfucker. Yeah. And there, there is relegation. So you hold your horses till you hear that. That is oh, a good idea. Yeah. I'll have you on my you're, staff. You're on the same, you're on the same path. <laughs> I'm coming up to Clinton. I just think I can call plays, motherfucker. Bro, you, you say this like anybody could coach college football. Have you no, lost your mind? They, they can't. Look at Bro, you, you sitting could, on a couch if you, <laughs> with a whiskey in your hand. I can't run it. What is Steve Sarkeesian was drunk at the podium as a USC <laughs> coach. I'm on my couch, bro. Come on. I would give you that if you earned took... the right, though. No, to be drunk at the boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. What's, his, what's the other guy? Bobby Petrino's in a moped with his mistress, a 20 year old <laughs> blonde chick he hired. Come on, man. Be smarter than that. You're paying me a million dollars. We get here. I'll give you okay. Look, if you took <laughs> Michigan's team, this team right here this year, you could win six games with that schedule they had this year. They yes, did it by themselves anyway. Come on, and man. I would give you six you're giving these guys too much credit. You're giving these guys. You too would much not go 15 0 with this Michigan team as the head coach. Look, he with I, him being the head coach, Austin. Oh no, man! Michigan's the greatest team of all time. I think I know how to call it. Oh, there it is. The you know, the, come on, Clint. You know, Clint. Give yourself some credit. You, you know, know the flow of the game ball, with like we, play actions, when to call. I think runs. our average you know points game. per game we won by was like Let thirty me, some points, like thirty-seven points. Or did something you like realize that. we give up ten points a game all year? We had two conversations going. It's phenomenal. <laughs> me and Clint are talking. You guys are talking. Come on, Clint. It's you know make for a game. great episode. Dude, we had a conversation. Throw the fucking ball. We do too. He can't throw like Trevor Lawrence. I oh bet you have just as much uh, success in the NFL as Trevor Lawrence has had up into his fourth year. He's had the most success for okay, a quarterback. So you got to take out the shit. first year because he had creepy Urban Meyer the first year. So scratch that one. That is true. And he was hurt a little bit this year. But he. But if you're yeah. like the prince like he's called, then it shouldn't matter who's your coach. He's, he's called the prince. I should be able to coach him to fucking 12. No, and if, no dude, if you get shafted by a head coach, then that's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, we gotta we gotta have you on more often because Jacob gets spicy, and I like spicy Jacob. No, we, I'm trying this, to get all. I'm to trying to get JC, Clint likes bro. any spicy. Clint eats spicy food just to make himself suffer. <laughs> That's why he's not making it to 75 because of what he eats, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan is beating any iteration of Clemson's team, bar none. Clint, how are you gonna how are you gonna mm. how are you gonna end it? I'm gonna just get the spiciest thing I can. <laughs> I'm a. Put a what's what's the hottest pepper now? Is it the Carolina Reapers? Or, oh no, no the, 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 pepper pepper the dude that yeah. made the Carolina yeah, Reapers just made something else. Yeah, I'm a suppository that thing. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> give me your give me your uh, give me your receiving core that year, Jacob. I, I need to see dude, something real quick. Sometimes we oh, forget this do, goes out to the public. You have Austin. Austin's fired up like low key right now. He's, I don't dude, know what you guys are talking about. I'm on Clint doesn't think I can call a game. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. No idea. I asked what Clemson's 2018 or 2019 wide receiving core was. 2019. I'm, I'm going back to it to be 100 percent accurate right. with you. 2019. It's T Higgins, Roma Dunes, Ace Baron, him. Uh, yeah, probably. All right, it's T Higgins, 
The tight end is. We can't go immediately to tight ends. No. All no. right. All the receivers. Right, I also so can't have three NFL wide receivers. Is it Renfro? Wait, wait. You said you mean John eight? Hunter Renfro. He's a thousand yard receiver in the NFL. What did he do this year? I'm just saying he played in college for eight years. He's bowling. What did anyone on the Raiders do? They're trash. <laughs> More well, than anything. The fact that he's a five foot nine white dude with four eight speed. That's pretty good. Should be on the Patriots. He would have cooked Michigan. Mm. <laughs> Outback Bowl 2018, speaking of. Let's go to 2018. Outback Bowl. Yeah, we were there. Carolina won, by the way. What about we it? Did. We won. We won. What, why'd they get brought up, though? You said 2018. Because we played. Uh... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 2018, T. Higgins, uh, Trevor Lawrence. You had Deon, uh, you, uh, number three. Number three. Mick, uh, light-skinned guy. I'm looking Can't remember name. Oh, it. is that Rogers? Yes, Amari Rogers. Amari Rogers. Uh, I'd, I'd probably take McMillan. Darion Kendrick, De- Amari Rogers, oh. DeAndre Overton, DeAndre uh, Overton. T. Higgins, Justin Ross. If you remember his national championship game, if if Ross didn't break his neck, pretty damn good. Ross player. was good. Yeah, Ross was, was he a freshman yeah. that year though? No. Uh, yeah, just Ross. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He yeah, had a he thousand a yards as a freshman. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like a rookie with the Chiefs and like this. But it was really the anyway. defense that we had that year that was just insane. Skalski. Yeah. Who did you guys have to play in the ACC? That's what I'm telling you. I don't want to hear bro. about y'all's Trash. schedule versus that schedule. Y'all don't want to hear about our schedule what every Ohio year. What Ohio State do you guys play? I would love to hear it. What? Florida, Ohio State Georgia, was an average Tennessee. team this year. On offense. Their defense was okay. Oh, boy. Oh, it's getting, let's get spicy. Georgia, Florida, <laughs> Tennessee, Missouri, LSU, A&M, right Arkansas. <laughs> North we Carolina. owned Ohio State. What, what are you talking about? Our schedule, bro. <laughs> That's about Clemson. <laughs> My bad. Like, I'm going to let y'all have that fight. I don't need to be in this. I'm going to say just, 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 <laughs> Sorry, Clint. Let's chill. <laughs> Cheers, Clint. We'll just chill. I didn't make a bowl game, so I can't even say shit. <laughs> but if but Clemson dude, that had schedule, they wouldn't have made a bowl game that year? Christian Wilkins, KJ Henry, Xavier Thomas. Like, woo. He's not wrong Our on that. offensive line would still AJ average four <laughs> or five yards of carry. That defense was pretty good. I don't know, dude. Washington's D-line was nothing like that. Uh, Bama's D-line was nothing like that this year. Uh, Iowa's defense is better than y'all's. Um, no, that's bullshit. Yeah, no, look they, at the stats. That's a, I don't know. They had, they had a good defense. No, no. They, 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 defense stat, was not that good. Yeah, yeah no, no. Stat-wise, stat yeah. Iowa's defense definitely stat was wise. good. No, no, no. Stat-wise, but I'm talking about they, that Clemson team has got a shit ton of NFL guys on that roster. On the NFL side. Yes. I mean, on the defensive side. And Clemson. Iowa has the first white Who corner. is Iowa playing? They're playing Wisconsin. No, Iowa. Us. Hey, yes. it, and hey, y'all hey, murdered hey. them. That's so I, Iowa, Iowa held Michigan to like 20 points, and they their quarterback gave Michigan field position. Thank like, you. They didn't yeah. have... Iowa trash. had a good defense. A really good defense. That's they literally did, it. Not as good as... 20, I, I don't think it's as good as 2018 Clemson's defense. I'm not saying you, that. I'm just saying that it was pretty good. Okay, let's do that. Then. Well, the 2018 oh. Clemson team plays that Iowa team from this year. What's that final score? Because y'all won 27 to three, bro. It's time to close. Okay, so and y'all in Michigan beat them 26 to nothing this year. So thank you. Well, you wouldn't really score six seven, but you'd kill them, <clears throat> of course. Y'all's off. I mean, your passing offense is definitely better than the Michigan's, but that was because of your quarterback. Oh, that was only half of my defense. That's because they had to pass. That's because they had to. But pass. I'm saying Trevor Lawrence is a better college quarterback than Jason McCarthy. That's not. That's Hold not. On, let me count this. I can't. Just, I can't argue that. But and I said college. I mean, yeah. I, and but again, if McCarthy was in the offense, I don't. I don't think he can't make those throws. But I think Trevor makes. They asked Trevor to make those throws because there was 24 NFL players on that 2018. No, 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 no. You can't say that. You can't say that. 
They had fun. They had they, ETN, I know. No, yeah. And he, dude, actually, no. 24. Like man. They actually run the ball a lot more than you think. And I'm obviously a Clemson hater. <clears throat> this is good. I just like how Jacob ripped my head off for saying Georgia probably would have been a better matchup. And here he is pulling out teams from that six hit years a nerve. Ago. It wasn't you. I told you it wasn't you. That hit a nerve, dude. I'll just mess with buddy. It's right, like in a week he's going to show with a black eye. Because he's I saw just like immediately – like famous people like Matthew Barry, freaking the e- former ESPN guy is like working for CBS, whatever. Now he immediately, like thirty minutes after the game, was like, "This this uh, uh, Washington team should not have even been here. They freaking got completely oh, I'm not destroyed." That. No. And it's like, dude, fuck you, bro. Like, what are you bro, doing? Yeah. Just because <laughs> yeah, you, they no. lost this game, just because yeah, yeah, no, no, everybody how, how was many, hurt. How many times that was a say- one possession game before homeboy got his ankle completely. St- Stepped on. People forget about that. Now I'm fired up about this. Michigan was a good team. But, like, damn it. There was a bunch of injuries that Washington also had to overcome. There was a one-score game before uh, what's-his-name got his ankle stepped on. Our best Oregon, Oregon line Oregon, wasn't there. Oregon was at number six, and everyone said they the fourth-best team all year. We were saying it. National media was no, saying Michigan it. Michigan was, was the best team. I'm not play. trying to get into a thing like Michigan deserved to win that game. But, like, don't people bring forget. Injuries. Come on now. But, no, like, no, people he's, forget. He's like, talking about throughout the seat. Yeah. He's talking about the fact that Washington made it where they were with the injuries. No, yeah. I don't care who you are. I'm not taking anything. I don't care if Georgia made it to the championship. I don't care if Alabama. I don't care if Florida State. You guys, like Clint said, were it's not a fluke. You guys deserve the one championship. No one's yeah. disputing that at not all. At all. But no. Washington went 14 and 0 before the game and beat Oregon twice and a lot of other teams. It's kind of like what missing. I do. I was saying that I think y'all think I they should be in over Washington. Washington should be left out. I thought like Bamba should have been left out and Georgia should have been in. The I problem was the even second the loss, that they put Bama, the second that Bama won, they had to put Texas in because I mean, right, you right. could have argued for yeah. Texas. So that's yeah. what we were talking about when they when they had the the last announcement, the college football committee, and it and that it, you know hey went one two three four when it came up three Texas, I was like holy shit they 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 did that yeah. because they're gonna put Bama fourth and that's what they did. I, I'm, honestly, the more I think about it, I'm, I'm not mad <laughs> at it. like in a perfect world, yeah, I think Georgia deserved to be in. You can say Florida State, yeah, but the, the way the rules are written that we've already talked about, they can account for injuries, and Jordan Travis isn't there. They're a different team. It is weird, the fact that you can be a Power 5 team and be undefeated. Life's not fair. That's how I, it goes. we got a 12-team playoff coming. So I just hope we have a, this podcast is a thing in five years so I can come back and we can do the 2018 Clemson team versus the 2023 Michigan team. <laughs> no, no. By then, what did I, what down, did I tell dude. you, Nian? I t- in, in the next six, no, in the next five years, Carolina, South Carolina will at least make the college football playoff. Stop so bringing we will South have a team Carolina into this conversation, bro. bro. You know what gonna, if we don't make the 12-team playoff in the next five years, Beamer's gone. I'm gone. I'm Connor Shaw <laughs> would have waxed both Clemson and Michigan. I am back. interested to hey, see, like, hey, just now, Austin, Stephen I'm Garcia. Not is like, talk, I'm not talking to just you, Austin. I'm not talking to Stephen Garcia. Posted <laughs> there was 25 NFL players on this beat the number Clemson one team roster. in the nation. I am genuinely curious to see how many NFL guys y'all have on this Michigan team because I feel like y'all will have a lot, twenty plus. Oh, they have a shit ton, a lot, a yeah. lot. Now, yeah. if they if they all if they all choose to go, that's 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 another story. But and I think that's Michigan, the thing that it's going to have a shit ton draft picks this year. Oh, they will. They will. Yeah. But I think that's the thing that's like bothering me too about this Michigan team. And again, maybe a year or two down the line, I'll think a little bit differently. Great team. But like th- there was standout players on a lot of these other teams. And like when I was even previewing this game, I was like Blake Corm and then who? Like I can't even name a really great defensive player on that team. There's like a huge standout. It was a team effort. Which is probably the best thing about this team, and that's why they will—they always have just destroyed teams this year. That you're like, ah, I don't know. That's why I picked Washington 
because they had much better standout players. And it's like, I don't know who to pick from this Michigan team, which is... So I have I have a logical explanation for that, to be honest with you. Uh, we I don't s- do illogical things around here. All right. Well, I, I saw something today that in the last four recruiting classes, Michigan's composite ranking was like outside of the top 10 in the mm-hmm. last four years, which is the first <laughs> time that that's happened in the playoff era that a comp- someone who... In the previous four years, they were outside of the top ten in the composite recruiting rankings. Good stat. And they still they won the championship. We had two five stars guys on our team. Hashtag was, developing. And that's what I, that's kind of what I'm saying. That's why that's why there's no like star name because there wasn't supposed to be star names. I so mean, it comes I'm back sure around. Trev- I'm sure Trevor Lawrence and T Higgins and them they were five star recruits and Clemson have forty five five stars. Trevor Lawrence, they, they were, they were. But so but it comes Michigan's, back around. Y'all were cheating this whole time. You had an NFL coach uh, training these dudes. Oh, <laughs> shit. Here we oh, go. Hey, of, hey, we are, quick, we are digging hey, deep here. No, no. Hey, I got you. Do you want to know something you about had unfair training. Dabo has not Carry gone the into one. the college football portal, right? But he said he's been in the NFL portal. Guys that didn't go to the NFL that came back to school, he calls <laughs> it the NFL portal. What do you think about that? <sighs> Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. I decide. Ah, dude. Uh, Sorry, dude. Jacob is catching drive-by strays from me all night. And I apologize, dude. I know Blake. Jeez. It's been a while since we talked. I just wish I could watch Blake Corm <laughs> hit his third touchdown of the game against his Clemson t- defense. Oh, hey, dude. Next next year when you guys go, when you both teams go seventy six, because you finally play good teams, you guys play thing. in what? Just if y'all just ran the ball on us, like y'all have it to a lot of other teams. Like we and did. It's it. just like that's why no one likes us because we're a boring team to watch. It's not that that's why no one likes us. Yeah, it's just like it's just so frustrating. It's like you just can't stop a five yard run, and it's like that's why stop I don't it. Know, I mean, no one, no one can. Listen, we, we'll we settle played. this when they finally ever bring out the new college football NCAA game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They refuse oh, to. I'm legit taking. I'm hey, I'm taking off work. I swear to God, I'll be off. I'll be off work, dude. <laughs> Are you gonna be? You gonna go like? 24 hours early and camp out with the tent and all that? No, you get it online. David, you get digital online, copies. Get digital I've been copies. to a GameStop. Oh, would, dude, look at, look would, at me showing my age of not out. playing games. Dude, you <laughs> aren't making it to 75. Camp out for that game. <laughs> oh, I would camp out for that game. Oh, yeah. I'd bring it. Did I'd y'all stay up and watch to the end of the... I mean, obviously, y'all were watching because of the game, but like to wait for that commercial we were supposed to get, like a little bit of a sneak yeah. peek, whatever, yeah. and yeah, we never did. Didn't, we, didn't get, we didn't get one. Yeah, we didn't. Pissed about it. So... Me too, man. I'm, I was on I was on Twitter trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Sorry for getting us so far in the weeds here with the Michigan. Hey, Thompson dude. Talk. Listen, no, we've been good. in way more in the weeds. Well, me before. and JC are coaching for Alabama, so no, I, I don't know, dude. I have if I if I get to hire a guy, I need some guys confident, and you're not giving me very confident vibes right now. So I need you to work on that. We'll have another interview next week. All right, fair enough. All it right. must have been more money because I thought you were going to Iowa. I, I got enough money, in Alabama. I can lure him. I already told you, Iowa. I'm securing the biggest bag I can. I, I don't care how. Trust me, we got way more money. I don't even know how I got involved in the coach in Alabama, but here I am, and uh, we'll pay you a lot more than Iowa can, and we got a better offense. I'll take it. But if you're my OC, <laughs> if we don't win ten games, that's on you. Yeah, Jalen Miller will run this way. Actually, you know what, Clint? You're older. You'll be the you'll be the head coach. I'll be the OC. Don't worry about it. I Actually, JC, you could be in a power move here, where you just keep hiring your buddies at OC, let them collect the bag, fire them, and just. Hire the next one. Everybody, oh, yeah. All you do is collect the... Oh, That's man. True. We, we can be Oh, damn. He didn't score 38 points a game. Fire his ass. I got another guy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we're, we're locked in. Oh, man. Well, hey, shout out to uh, Nick Saban for giving us some news right before this hit. So, 
you know, a few days after the old national championship, but good to still talk about it, figure it out. That was another thing, too, man. That was kind of a class act thing. He could have said this and ruined the spotlight of any of the playoff or the championship or Michigan celebrating any way. Like, uh, not that uh, we didn't expect that from him, but that's pretty high class stuff from the legend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't think about that. So shout out to you. For bringing that point up, I like it. Oh, okay, take it. I like that. Like that. Dude, he's wise. He's a wise, not a wise guy like that. But he's actually wise. He's got wisdom. Wise beyond his years. I just call a wise guy. Thinks I'm making fun of him, but he is wise. <laughs> uh. Oh man, hey Austin, appreciate you coming on, dude. We'll have you on again, man, and, yeah. and not just when Michigan wins Natty, because I don't know when that's going to be. Might be next year. We'll see. Calm Come down whenever. Back to back. Oh, man. Boys, you guys got anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, Michigan's defense did not have a linebacker like freaking Isaiah Simmons Oh, my God. <laughs> get out of here. Junior Colson. What are you talking <laughs> about? Get out of here. Get out of here. Your coach, is a, black heard guy. Of him. Your coach is a black guy. All, he was an All-American. Oh. It was good having you on, Austin. For real, it was, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It the was good back four was you. awesome. It was good talking to you. Yes, sir. And he said dumb shit. <laughs> That's what the podcast is for. That's what the podcast is for, right? That's real. Well, just what I thought my Lincoln Riley take was the hottest take of the night. Oh, you thought wrong, <laughs> there, buddy. What, where's I say seven in the NFL? Oh, that's right. Giants. The Giants. Giants. They traded for him. That's how it goes. Well, mm. I I got nothing else, guys. How about you? You guys good? Go blue. Good. Go Cox. Cox ninety always. That's how it goes. All right, uh, we'll see. We'll see what the next episode takes us. We might we might have a little hiatus here, but I think Alabama is going to give us some news to talk about between portal recruits leaving. It's already we've already seen a few uh, things happening with that, and then obviously uh, when, when the next head coach is either we get some more some more rumors or we or actually Michigan get news. a name or Michigan. So we'll see you guys soon, boys. Talk to you soon. Later. See you.